tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello everyone and welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Once Upon a Time After Show for the season finale, season 4, episodes 22 and 23. I am Tiana Hobson and joining me tonight I have the always great and beautiful and funny Kauri Take. Hey everybody! <laughs> and then on the other side of the table I have Blake McIver. Hey everybody! And Marissa Serafini. Hi guys! I don't know why I went up in pitch with your voice <laughs> there. Maybe you're just more excited. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so we have a lot to cover because we had a two-hour season finale, and Marissa was at Regal Han all weekend long getting us all the scoop for what's happening next season. So let's just dive right into Operation Mongoose. Let's do it. I don't yeah. even know. I mean, I say that, but I don't even know where to start, guys. There's so much in, mm-hmm. that we learned in this episode. But I want to kind of jump into the sort of author and what he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... We get a flashback of him working in 1966 selling color TVs. Mm -hmm. He's not very good at it. (laughs) Not at all. all. Newsflash, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) That's the job that pays the bills. Yes. But he's an aspiring writer, like we knew. And then one day after getting all these rejections and a boss who told him that he doesn't tell stories that people want to hear, Mm -hmm. he gets a letter saying, hey... We want to meet with you from Star Publishing. I wrote that down. The mysterious Star, star Publishing. Yeah. Oh, and then on the TV, let's talk about how it was um, a TV sitcom some, or drama mm-hmm. called Knights yeah, of Valor yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on ABC. And ni- they even had the old school ABC, right, the old yeah, ABC right. logo. <laughs> logo. I thought that was great. That's smart, clever. <laughs> so when he goes to the meeting, he's sitting with the apprentice, as we know him, and he lays out a bunch of different pins and is like, choose one. Choose the one that speaks to you. Mm. Anyone else for Harry Potter? The one chooses you. The one chooses you. The wizard. There, yeah. was, there were yeah. so many connections like yeah. that tonight that I was finding to other things, and I loved it. It was totally Harry Potter and Star Wars all, all yes, the way through. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The lightsaber thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It was it was great. And so chic. We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get yeah, to it. Yeah. <laughs> so he chooses the 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 quill and it lights up and you know then we have to get it to this whole. That's how he became the author. So right. we know that now. Right. And then we see him and Gold finishing the book as Gold's laying in the shop, um, about to pass out because his heart's turning to coal. Mm-hmm. And then. Right when the heroes are figuring everything out, we Hook has gone and found the apprentice for everyone. We're really like, okay, we're going to stop them. JK, hold the door. Mm. Um, Heroes and villains gets finished. And then we're in a completely different Mm -hmm. zone. The worst book ever written. Yes. (laughs) Alternate reality. Alternate reality. (laughs) New story. Which was actually quite amazing to see. Yeah. Because it was really cool how they did it all, how we got to see characters out of their normal elements and such. Especially the Regina switch with Snow. That was the the best uh, 
yeah. opposites. <laughs> yeah. opposites. Yeah. yeah. See, what I liked is that all the locations and realms were still the same, but it's the characters and the situations still somewhat relevant and mm-hmm. still the same, but switch. Yeah, we recognize mm-hmm. all yeah. our famous sets and things. So yeah. it's not like brand new stories in a way. It's just no. character perspective swaps. Right. Like, so Which like, would have been like way too confusing if they started a whole new different oh, story. Yeah, yeah, please don't do that. It would have been way. very confusing. So let's start with um, Snow and Regina and their kind of story and how it switched. Because Regina is technically a villain, but she's fallen into good graces with the heroes before this alternate world. Right. She's fallen in good with the heroes, and then she was helping the villains, but then stabbed them in the back in a way. So then the villains were like, you're not one of us anymore. Mm-hmm. So they give her kind of a story where she just never gets happiness. She falls into outlaw territory. Yeah. yeah. The middle ground. She's right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she was even wearing Snow's outfits when I Snow loved, was the outlaw. Yeah. I love her I wearing mean, Snow's outfit. She still looked kind of badass at that ball. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't mess with her. No. Mm. No. Don't mess with her. But it was so great. So we Henry finds her out there and trying to convince her that, you know, that she's his mother, mm-hmm. that her and Robin Hood are meant to be together. Um, but Snow is pissed off at her, and not because of you know, Snow telling a secret. Like I was, I was wondering what they were gonna have as the twist. So we learned that Snow, that Regina was responsible for Snow's true love death. death yeah, which isn't charming in the charming's case. twin <laughs> brother. Twin James. brother was James. an evil twin brother. Yeah, yeah. which makes sense because Snow is evil. Right. In this right. world, I forgot about James. Yeah, me too. Did anyone else for, for a minute? Yeah, but like I liked how the fact that they were bringing up old characters it forces us to remember who's good and who's bad in this world. And right. I was like, okay, Regina's good. We have the um, David in this world who's technically impotent. good, <laughs> impotent. Yes, yeah. but he's more on the good side. I was like, okay, who are our allies in this? realm. Mm. Basically, in this world, David was Sheriff Graham. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah good analogy. Connection okay. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sheriff he Graham, R.I.P. R.I.P. He's the hunter. Yeah, he was the hunter. Mm. Snow has his heart and can just scream at him. Yeah. He's like, you don't have to scream. I can hear you I'm just right fine. here. <laughs> Check out the guyliner. Oh, yeah, there was uh, some, yeah, there was some yeah, David yeah. guyliner happening. Yeah, he had more guyliner guy. than Hook. Yeah, he did. Had. He did. Hook he looked did. like clean face in comparison. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> but Regina is the outlaw because of this, and so she kind of has an outlaw who's also her rival in Robin Hood. Yeah. Because Robin Hood he's another one who's kind of someone who just is a good person but in this story he was he was happy in this story because he didn't know any different yeah mm-hmm. so ignorance is bliss yeah he kind of was getting a happy ending in a way because he didn't because yeah. he didn't, he didn't know, know any, better he didn't know better he still falls into the gray area though like the, the outlaw territory yeah right. even yeah. in this version of the even story in this version of the story so we know that um he saves snows or not snows i'm so used to people saving snow's life <laughs> <laughs> He saves Regina's Regina. life uh-huh. from Snow when um, when they're in the forest at the carriage, and then takes her back to the cavern or the tavern, and we're like, "Yes, this is where they're supposed to meet, and they're gonna fall in love and kiss and save the day." And no, he's engaged to Zelina. Ugh. I know. I thought it was Mary. She looked ruined. Me, but she, she would walk in. And Zelina like, looking like some busted ass Giselle wannabe. <laughs> <laughs> 
know, I know. Outlaw Queen was having their moment even in this realm, and then yeah. Zelina, of course, has to ruin it. Yeah, Good. but Always. here's here's my thing. I was like, oh wow, Zelina's actually really a nice in person, and she's smiling and happy, and this is actually great to see her this way. But she really wasn't that different in that world. I mean, I I just didn't see it until the end <laughs> until we saw her true color. Her, yeah, start to no show. No pun yeah. intended. <laughs> All puns intended. <laughs> so I, saw that. I didn't. I was like, oh, okay, she's. She's a cool person. She's nice. But I thought no. it was... Okay. Well, you, you should kick Marissa's it with her. not buying yeah. it. Yeah, Marissa's not buying it. I was trying. Um, but Girl they bye. invite they invite Regina to their wedding, which I thought was a little weird, but... <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, like, Because um, aren't even medieval magical weddings expensive, too? Like, girl, we don't have we don't have an extra plate. This reception is expensive. <laughs> it was a small Why church. are you inviting people off the street to your wedding? <laughs> you just met her. <laughs> yeah. Just met her, and you're getting married that day. But they felt the connection. They felt that's the connection. That's what we needed to see. And that's what I liked seeing, so... We have that whole thing going on, and then there's so much happening in this alternate world. And then we have, let's talk about Emma, because I was getting angry that we hadn't seen Emma yet. Yeah, right. yeah. So Henry, when he finds Isaac um, back in the city on his book tour, Isaac tell him, tells him, Emma's not in the story, because I didn't want a savior yeah. in here. And Henry, the reason he was wandering around the town with no one in it, all abandoned and alone, is because he wasn't born in a magical realm. realm. Which makes sense. So yeah. he didn't need to go. I thought, I was like, man, how horrible is it to just have the writer forget all about you? Yeah. I thought the writer just forgot Henry existed. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. Kind of like how this season forgot about yeah, Henry. This season did. Sort until, of tonight. They, until tonight, they where they gave it. him like everything they to do. Saved it this like, season. here, have three speeches, four monologues, and five stunt scenes. Like, poor well, he kid. he was the serious well, hero. Well, well done. Well and, done. But, like, he's the serious hero. And, and, and I like how his character is still the most consistent throughout all the realms. Absolutely. Him and probably mm-hmm. Emma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we learned that, you know, there is someone who walked around calling herself the savior. And it's so an Emma like in a way, right? She's not gonna sit there and go, I'm the savior. I'm no, the but savior. I can see Emma getting trapped at the beginning of being trapped in that story and yes. being like, I'm sure if I yell it loud enough I'm gonna be able to convince someone to yes. remember something. Yeah. Yeah, well that doesn't work and so Snow locks her up in a tower, tower. in the middle of the ocean. Apparently unpenetrable. Unpenetrable. Um and Henry then goes to Hook to get a ship to go to get Emma. Because <laughs> he thinks Hook's still the captain. Turns Oops. out in this alternate universe, <laughs> Hook is the deckhand. Yeah. yeah, it's a Blackbeard. Yeah, it's a Blackbeard of all people. Um, of all people. Of all people. And I, I don't know. I, that, <laughs> I, I was like, who is that at first? And then I was like, oh yeah, but I thought they killed Blackbeard. Did he just... Not in this story. Not in this version. Because they, the reason they well, couldn't yeah, bring May back was because, you know, he had died. Yeah, the so. reason yeah. why they didn't bring Marion back, uh, it was because she's gone, too. That's why. Yeah, that's what. But wasn't there an episode, like, when they released uh, Anna and Kristoff? And then, the, and it, because Ariel came back, and she's like, when they oh, released Blackbeard. the boat, and oh, like right. we released right. Blackbeard, so I don't think they killed him. So okay. he's still alive he's in this just, film as well. Yeah, he's okay. just wandering That's around. That's true. In Arendelle, um, well, where we send people when we're done with them in this storyline. <laughs> well, poor Hook is known as a coward, which is not true, Hook. You're beautiful. Um, <laughs> and he's just, he doesn't 
stand up for himself. Henry's like, dude, you're the captain. Mm-hmm. Take charge. And he's I wouldn't like, no, say no, no, no. coward. I would just say meek. Well, I only said coward because Blackbeard says he's a coward. Because oh, yeah. mm. I, I wrote that down because I was like, he is no coward, Blackbeard. <laughs> Let me tell you, he is a man. Um, <laughs> okay, Jenna. So then, There's a little hooker bias. <laughs> uh, well, hooker just bias. a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so Henry and Hook sail the boat to the middle of the ocean where there is one guard on duty. Yeah. They disguise... It all seems too easy. It all seems way too easy. They disguise Henry as a prisoner who is being brought in by the Queen's order. Henry then knocks out the guard with his hands tied with, like, an elbow check to the... Pretty easily, I would say. Yeah, this one. Can we talk about the reference, though, in that moment? Yes. The double (laughs) reference? Yes. Reference Star Wars reference with the Wookiee Wookie, Wookie prisoner plan, works every and time. The the world Kashyyyk, yes. which is the planet all Wookiees come, come from. from. Oh, yes, Star, little Star Wars, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> we clearly shared the geek <laughs> moment on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm guilty of not knowing that one. <laughs> Sorry, uh-huh. it's all right. It was pretty thick. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Thickly veiled. Um, so he goes upstairs to find Emma, who's been chained and locked in this tower for. a Years allegedly, I thought she was a mad woman crazy. Yeah, because the yeah, she, was, she was very feral. She yeah. looked very like, yeah, feral yeah. kind of like what Bella Bellatrix. Like. Oh, I was no. <laughs> gonna say Bellatrix was feral. Yeah, like, anyway, but no, no, it reminded me of what Bella looked like at the end of season one oh. when she was, oh, when she was up. locked up. Yeah. It's not like we don't know what kind of personality she was or yeah. like yeah. how long she's been tamed that way. Yeah, yeah. But turns out she remembers everything, everything. because mm-hmm. her prison world moment is that she is in a world where she knows the truth and no one believes her and there's nothing she can do to save the people that she loves. I think that's worse than having an unhappy ending, like a specifically yes. unhappy ending. I think knowing the truth and not being able to fix it. Ugh. That's true, but I think that was kind of a dumb move on the author to write her out, write her in like that. It was because it's almost like a fail safe in your own story yeah. that you're not yeah. meaning to write. It's like, okay, well, if Henry does find her, you're screwed, you're screwed, It's all over. (laughs) Um, And for him to think that Henry just wasn't going to come come looking for his family. Yeah, you think Henry's just going to be okay, like, waking up all left behind style, like, the rapture (laughs) happened, and, like, just toddling around town by himself. Right, I mean, you know Henry, he's a brave one, that one. And what happened to Henry's uncle during this time? Baby uncle, you know? Um, Baby uncle. (laughs) That's true. Because Emma's little bro... That's true. ...technically wasn't born in a magical realm either. Oh, so yeah. the baby... Oh. Emma, our Snow and Charming's baby, should have been... How many left days behind was that baby Henry. just sitting there in the loft? Good point. Plot hole. Plot hole and a poopy diaper. Like, oh, diaper yeah. rash. That's not... That's not that's cute. cute. That's not cute. That's not going to uh, be good. for babies. Uh, but again, babies would slow down a storyline. Yeah. yeah. There's so much going on. There's so much going on. But here's... I mean, this is kind of jumping ahead because I do want to finish talking about Emma, but I think that the baby was actually taken in the other world mm-hmm. and given to Belle and Rumple. Yeah. That, that was the like, baby. The, in okay. In that the was bassinet. her baby. That's, that's how I'm picturing it in my mind. Um, but... You're the savior. <laughs> I'm the savior. <laughs> <laughs> so Emma knows, and Henry and her are like, okay, we have to stop this wedding for yeah. Robin Hood. So then they come down, and Emma runs into Hook, literally runs into his arms. Yeah. Um, falls into his arms, I should say. Um, and he, he's, he doesn't recognize her, and it broke my heart. As he a, did a little as bit, As a little though. bit. He, he gave a sign of like, ooh, pretty girl, but I'm too yeah. shy to kind of really talk 
talked to her. There was a glimmer. There was a glimmer of it. I'm not going to lie. I felt a little bit of love between the two of them. Finally. Took a couple seasons, but (laughs) I might be able to ship them. Oh, I'm, wow. gi- I'm giving up on the bay thing because they tease it so much at this um, two hours and, and okay. Well, yeah. I think it is time. I'm sorry about that. But no, let let me finish. Oh, okay. Only because they mentioned bay bay tonight, Balefire, and we still didn't see him even in this mm. alternate realm. So. Yeah. yeah. I need to say that ship has sailed. We're here to support you. We are. We are here to support you. So on their adventure leaving the prison, which Hook has locked away the guard in a cell, but Emma's kind of like, hey, we should get moving because Mm -hmm. before the guard wakes up, and we're like, why? She's like, because Lily was guarding me that whole time. That one. one. We know she's angry and she's also a dragon so <laughs> lily turns into a dragon which was interesting cuz she didn't she was eh, kind of a villain in the alternate universe so she stayed still kind of villainous so yeah cuz she still was work she was working with the people she hates the most yeah right like right. she she hates snow and charming yeah. for ruining her life which was probably her punishment <laughs> by, okay well by, by the author by the like, author we're going to i'm going to make you work for snow since she's the one you hate the most <laughs> Because well, well, he's just yeah. a jerk. <laughs> Isaac is. is a jerk. <laughs> and he's angry because he just wasn't a good salesman. Like, I, I right. can't. Okay. <laughs> Back to the story. Um, so as they're getting away, the dragon comes after them. And I know that Blake and I were both like, isn't this what happened in Shrek? Princess Fiona <laughs> was locked in a Fiona tower. Was in a guarded by a dragon. There's a princess <laughs> in a tower. Yeah. So that happened. Um, they shoot down the dragon. And I'm thinking... with. With the chains, I'm thinking the dragon's in the middle of the ocean, drowning somewhere. But no. no. She got out of there real quick, Mm -hmm. got to Snow and Charming, and found them in the middle of the village when um, Emma was teaching Hook how to use his sword again, which I thought was precious. Oh, their little sword lesson was... There's a lot of sword playing involved. (laughs) Yes. That was very sweet, I will say. It was yeah. cute. Like, really and it's cute. nice to see, again, role reversal. Yeah. And I like that they even mentioned, you know, about muscle, muscle memory, because that was the one thing I was thinking this whole time. I'm like, there has to be pieces of everyone here who remembers or who will fall right back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. So I was just waiting for those moments to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that Hook finally did some somewhat realize it. I mean, he even was like... So what were we like in this alternate yeah, reality? Cute. Because I feel like we were close, <laughs> just the way you're super handsy on me right now. <laughs> but like every every relationship had nuances to what happens in the real storybook. I mean, even Rumpel and Belle, the, like there was still the chip cup. So oh. like there were still yes. elements of what we've already known, but it still happens just in different ways. Yeah, which I thought was really clever. It's very smart. Yeah. It's- Super smart writing, on and this I thought that was going to be like memory snap. It's like, oh yeah, I don't know. Right. Maybe like their minds remember like what happened in a different world. Yeah, or I want a different story. I wanted that to happen too, but instead, Hook dies. Well, and I thought this was interesting. I mean, it was horrible, but it was horrible. Don't get me wrong. But I thought it was interesting that it was that sort of corridor by the docks where Hook had his horrible moment, uh-huh. where his mm-hmm. love was originally taken from him in the first story that made him set on the path to you know, get vengeance against mm-hmm. the crocodile. Because it kind of seemed like the same yeah, that the same, same corridor right off the Jolly Roger. Yeah, I didn't even 
piece that together. That's really well. You were busy crying. I I, oh, I, I did. Not to cry. I, 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 did cry. I was like, he's not dead. 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 They he can't, can't kill Hood. I no. felt bad too. I was like, oh crap. Yeah. What if this is real? Shit. They can't have Emma um, lose two loves, and they can't have Hook die uh. from charming. Like, yeah, Charming yeah. can't kill uh, his daughter's boyfriend. No, it's just that's not just, okay. There's no amount he... of therapy that can <laughs> fix that. No. I mean, we all we had the already does not approve. Yeah, and we had already watched Snow take out the heart of one of the dwarfs and uh, just crush, crush it. it. Oh, yeah, that poor was dog. Poor <laughs> dog. She's, She's like, like, now you're down to six. <laughs> what? Yeah. Want to make it five? <laughs> she just walks away. It's like, oh my gosh, that was cold. Ugh. Like, I hope no one remembers these things when they wake up from this world, but right. of course they do. <laughs> all um, of it. <laughs> yeah, all of it. So Emma has to watch Hook die in front of her, and mm-hmm. she, you know, tells Regina later on when they're rushing to the wedding, she's like, I never got the chance to tell him that I loved him. Not once did I say it, and I was like, wow, she, she hasn't said it to him, and he calls her love, so I don't know if that counts as no, it doesn't saying I love you. No, he always no. calls her love. Yeah, yeah he, he calls he, everybody it's, love. It's a term of endearment. For I think him. from the yeah. first time like, he met her, he's like, "Hey, love, honey." Whatever. But it's just something he he drops that L word a lot, so it's like, okay, be comfortable with just saying it to each other just now, guys. Say it. Just, just say it. Just say it. But they had to save it for the finale. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which I was, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, keep your mouth shut for a little bit. So then, <laughs> who else do we have to talk about right now? Oh, Rumple. Rumple, Belle. Rumple and Belle, because... Oh, well, I... Regina, during that whole Yeah, scene. I was going to save Regina yeah, for, for later. I want to talk about Rumple and Belle for a little bit, because Rumple is known as this valiant yeah. knight who comes in and saves the day, including Henry's life from a giant ogre that he just kind of came out and, like, went whoosh. Ogre and Slayer. Ogre Slayer, even though he couldn't even fight in that war. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. Like, and that, that's the whole twist, because he didn't even go to that war. No. He yeah, went no. back home. Yeah. So the fact that he is, like, the leader of the Ogre Wars <laughs> is the irony. It's interesting, though, because he had he had the author's complete captive attention when he was, like, decaying as gold in the sh- pawn shop. He could have had him write anything. Couldn't he have written him, a, like, a nicer house, a bigger... <laughs> A state, maybe well, electricity a, and running water. Something. Didn't I mean, I'm just saying. To make a joke about the the fact that their living conditions is so poor mm-hmm. that it's yeah. no yeah yeah he, for yeah he'll take his place of, o- overlooking Central Park any day. Right. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. That's over for you, right? Yeah. There. Sorry, Isaac. <laughs> so <laughs> so much hatred for him. <laughs> I mean, he's not a nice person. He's yeah, a bad yeah, person. Yeah. So Rumple is going around saving the world. And being awesome. And then he comes home to his wife and his child. His wife, who knows nothing about the firstborn yeah. son that he had. Right. Which he had Isaac write the memory of him. I like that. As being brave and doing everything he could do to help Bay before he died during the Ogre Wars. Yeah. And I thought that was really a nice touch. I love that touch so much. I liked it for Bay's yeah. point of view. I liked it because it was like, okay, at least Bay can remember his father not being an evil person. Mm. But it's a... I didn't like it for Rumple to be able to have that escape. Because, like, no, you made the choices, and you're the reason that his life and your life didn't work out. Clearing your conscience in an inauthentic way doesn't really count. Mm -hmm. It's not... It's cheating. It is cheating, but I could appreciate the fact that he still wants to remember his son, even though his son died. Yeah. There's, like, a little ounce of of love, the little red dot left in his 
black ass heart, you know. <laughs> right. You see, I don't see it as cheating. Yeah. I see it as more coping. Yeah. More, yeah, it is a coping mechanism. A more ca- coping yeah. mechanism that's easier for him to live. Yeah, but it's still like cheating the coping way, like <laughs> cheating magically, cheating sure. magically, so that he doesn't have to remember that he was a horrible father. But therapeutically, it's coping. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Belle is super cute in their house with Always. their baby and her cute little new teacups mm-hmm. that we talked about. That's and a new teacups. She's <laughs> finally in the yellow dress. Yes. She's <laughs> <laughs> took you. Took her a while. Took her a while. We'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> She's just, like, happy wife at home, just like, okay, and Rumpel tells her, because Isaac has visited him, told him that Henry is a threat to the happiness, tries to explain to him, too, that, you know, this is an alternate universe that I created for you, because you wanted, you know, Mm -hmm. happiness, you wanted a happy ending, so now you have to go kill a kid, basically, is what he told him to do, and... And I like that Rumpel said, no, I'm a hero. Like, I don't go around hurting innocent people. But the only way to stop or to keep his happiness is to do something dark yep. by killing a kid. I, I just keep saying that. Killing a kid. Because Henry <laughs> it sounds is just terrible, a, but that is but that's what, what, basically what it, what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So he's faced with, like, this tough decision that we see he goes to the church later on having made up his mind that he was going to kill the kid. Which proves deep down he's still the same dark dude. Yeah. And here he's called the light one. Yeah. Not Which the dark one. hilarious. <laughs> light and dark side. Light and dark side. Yeah. But I was thinking that too when he was standing there and saying, you know, you're not stopping this wedding. Yeah. And Emma's like, well, no, this has to happen. If you do something dark... Isn't it just leading you down the path? Because even That's though Snow White too. was good, when she did that to Cora her heart's blackened. That's what I thought, And it too. was the start of a path to evilness. So, either way, this story wasn't going to end up good if he had succeeded. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. I felt like every time you kill someone, your heart gets a little darker and darker and get more and more sucked in and more addicted to the enjoyment of being dark. So, that would have been bad. Again, I think it's the same way as, like, these characters are faced with the same type of situations. It's just the way that they act upon them and their decisions still lead them yeah. down the same path. Mm-hmm. No matter how many different ways it's presented to them, they're still the, those type of people yeah. who will make the mm. same choices over and over again. And that's the problem with all their stories, is that they're having these unhappy endings because they keep making the same <laughs> wrong choices. What, well, how would you figure then Snow, though? Because she was the queen, and there was no good snow in her at all in this alternate Not world. That we saw. The good snow in her right. was the memories of James. And whenever yeah. people brought that up, it was like, oh, I want to go back to that person. You saw the innocence mm-hmm. kind of come back of, I was a better person. Well, he was evil, too. But, yeah. you know... Yeah. But capacity to love. Yeah, the capacity to love yeah. and mm-hmm. be genuine. But someone said in this episode, and I don't know where it is in my notes, but they said something along the lines of, you know, it's the choices that we make that define us. And that's so true, because like Marissa is saying all the villains are still making choices. Zelina is still getting jealous over Regina mm-hmm. and Ugh. turning green and right. throwing a tantrum because there's blood on her dress at her wedding when she started off so nice in that pub. Oh, I'm so happy. It's like, there's a like woman that. dying in front of you right. and you're complaining about she couldn't the be bothered. red on your dress? <laughs> 
convey of Because someone's about to die at your wedding, because I think that's the worst story to have. You ruined my day. <laughs> you ruined my dress. It's supposed to be about me. I know that that whole scene, by the way, when they're supposed to stop the wedding was a little painful for me, I have to admit, because it could have been, they could have <laughs> ran in there a lot faster. Instead, Regina was like peeping through the door hole for a long time. So uh, a lot of things that could have happened differently. I'm pretty sure it was more painful for Marissa. <laughs> Not that I don't sympathize with okay. you. Okay, only because, and I'll try to make this short, <laughs> only because we saw the episode back in, like, season three when Regina was supposed to f- meet Robin in the pub, and she was just standing there waiting forever and never had the balls to go in, in to introduce herself. Yeah. It was kind of, like, the same thing. Again, presenting a situation to go up to your man, Yeah, and she still didn't do it. Yeah. Like, but... For this situation, I will give her props to her. She did it for other good reasons to yeah. save Henry's life. So there were good intentions of the reason why she didn't stop the wedding. That's but true. that was killer. I was like, no, they cannot go through this wedding. I also mm. was kind of disappointed that Robin didn't stop the wedding because he's making googly eyes at the I woman know. in the doorway yes. instead of answering the question and then... And lets her just walk married. away and then comes out all happy like he, that's, oh that's we just got hit he came out all like alright this is all good oh wait someone's dead right then let me go help her out or something but remember what? this is the new Disney happily ever after we're yes. not allowed to just meet once and then fall madly in love right there Unless has to be a Virginia. journey yes and but they met twice yeah and but um, in this realm I mean in this realm and Emma said earlier you know because Regina's like I don't need a man a man's love is not my happy ending and I was like okay new Disney preach mm-hmm. right now well, and, still em- the same. and Emma says yes that's true but love is part of your all, ha- happiness. all happiness yeah. and it doesn't have to be specific and I was like yes I Disney did like that a lot. the new message yeah. is that you don't need a man to save your life every time and if it's a risk you're willing to take Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Regina should have taken that risk. Good. She should have. And she also should have just, like... It's hard to take risks. Yeah. Even when Regina, that, Emma, and Henry ran to the church and then stopped there and talked for 30 seconds and then let the dark one or the light one show up in that time, I was like, come on, guys. Yes, y'all, they were fighting about. hard for some nominations tonight. <laughs> there was some... We got an actress for our lives. Stop the plot for a minute. I need to actress right now. <laughs> But I love that um, when Emma's fighting um, the gold at this point, or Rumpelstiltskin, um, they're fighting, and then she gets knocked over, and I'm like, okay, Henry's big moment to shine, mm-hmm. and then he's fighting. I'm like, all right, he's doing pretty good, and then he gets knocked over. I'm like, yeah. what? What now? Mm-hmm. And then I thought Henry was going to run into the chapel and stop it. If Regina yeah. wasn't oh, yeah. going, to, I was like, Henry, like, you're I'll just standing there. Be useful. Be useful. Go into the chapel. Man because the sword. your mother's I mean, not doing it. At least it's a distraction yeah. on the wedding so that the bells aren't going to go off if you run in there with the light one chasing after you. Seriously. Right. Cause, cause a commotion. That's all it takes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry. Uh, um, but, you know, Regina steps in, very Frozen style, cuts off the the sword getting Henry, and instead she's she's down for the count. I, I got him in like I like died at this moment. You felt like, all the feelings. Yeah, I was like Regina, I was like I love you for sacrificing yourself, but girl, what? What? It was at <laughs> that moment that I really knew that Hook wasn't dead because I'm like they can't kill off everyone no. No. in this no. alternate world right now. 
What if he did? Well, I was I was going to be done. But <laughs> I, I did like this twist because Regina, when she was evil queen, she always sacrificed other people yeah. to, right. to yeah. save whatever in her curses. But this time, it was very selfless act on her part it to was. sacrifice herself. So good um, on her. And that's why that didn't count. Because when we were watching, I was like, that's an act of true love right there. Like, why isn't that breaking yeah. the bond? But it's because in this alternate... Regina's supposed to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And the other, if it had been in Storybrooke, Regina's not supposed to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's why it couldn't it have worked carried like that. more power. Would have carried more power. Um, so, yeah, so then we get back into well, our world. Well, oh, well, Regina's like dying. Henry's. <laughs> Oh yeah, Henry Henry saves the day yeah. by um getting to the author's new book thing uh, as his bag spills over. Book thing. Because book Emma thing. finally just knocks the yeah. crud out of him, <laughs> that which was is so amazing. Great. Just <laughs> boom, I saw I was that like, right yes. Oh, yes. thank you. And she's demanding that he fix it and he's like, I'm not the author anymore. And I was like, Oh my gosh, why didn't I see this happening mm. sooner? He's not the author anymore, so that means it's perfect time for Henry to step in and fulfill the position, which is exactly what he does. He picks up that pin, and it's like, oh, the one chooses you, Harry. Yeah. And it's like, yes! Or to and quote Yoda, there is another. <laughs> we were waiting one for that to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it written in her notes. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened, and so he goes in and writes that everything that Isaac has done, yes. all the bad things that he's done, is undone. And then they due all. Due to Regina's sacrifice. Yes, Sorry, due to I Regina's to sacrifice. Have to throw that in because it, it matters. It was because of Regina that it got it's reversed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was a savior. <laughs> she, she was, was in her own savior, right. Yes. In her own right. So she has done that. They all wake up back in Storybrooke, right where they had all passed out at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Bless their hearts. These people have been through a lot. They, yes. They've been through it and back again. <laughs> Um, and Emma's like, yay, Henry, you're safe. Okay, I have to go find Hook. Gotta find Hook. Priorities, honey. Priorities. Runs, runs over to mom and dad's house. Hook's nowhere to be found. She's like, where is he? He was right there when we, when we all went away. Oh my God, where is he? Oh, he's upstairs. Yeah. He's just hanging out. He went to go check on Henry. Because yeah. he's going to be a great stepdad <coughs> for yeah. Henry one day. Who checked on the baby? No one. Where no one the still baby? checked on the baby. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> this poor child well, the baby? has only been alive for a short amount of time, and already people are forgetting about him Mary everywhere. Mary Margaret, mm. you're a negligent mother. <laughs> negligent. A little bit. A little bit. Um, so then, you know, everything's happy at this point, so, <laughs> so something you know has something to go terrible wrong. is going to happen. Something terrible has to happen, right? And it's Rumpel. His well, well, let's say that terrible first thing is that Emma doesn't say I love you to him. Oh, yes. Part. Let's all say that. Like, yeah. Terrible number love. one, Emma missed one of a beautiful chance to say I love you. She saved it, though, for the moment that really mattered. mattered. Yes, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that is true. So we, that's we problem number one. And then problem number two is Gold's heart is turning to coal, and Belle's right there with him, telling him, you know, Aww. why why wasn't what we had enough? Because <laughs> in that alternate universe... They were happy and in love and had a family. And she's saying, we had all of that and you ruined it. And what killed me was that he said, I didn't believe it was true. Who could love me? Yeah. What? Ooh. Ouch. Like, I, I wanted to cry for well, to love. He did a lot of terrible <laughs> yes. things, you know. Yes. But, I mean, it goes back to how villains just keep on 
ruining their own chances Mm -hmm. at happiness by Mm -hmm. making the wrong choices and doing the wrong things. He Mm -hmm. had the life that he wanted with Belle in that life. Mm -hmm. He had it already in Storybrooke and couldn't let that be enough and just let it flow and stuff. So, but then when she said that she loved him and not Will and everything, I was like, oh, I can't just. Yeah. Will was definitely her rebound because I read an article mm, yeah, where Adam Horowitz was like, even fairy tale characters can have rebounds, right? <laughs> she dropped yes. him like a hot potato. <laughs> we all we all need him. Yeah, she's like, I don't love Will, <laughs> you silly beast. Please, how could I love him? Yeah, uh, she said like all casually, like, are you kidding? Are you kidding? Ain't no thing. So their moment on the on the shop floor as he's dying yeah. was just. It melted my heart, even though yeah. his was turning to coal. Um, so she, but he warns her, you need to get away because once the man is dead, all that's left is the dark one. Mm-hmm. And so that's like, ooh, what's, what's, what's he gonna wake up as? Is what I'm thinking. She runs to Granny's to tell everyone because they're, they're having a celebratory <laughs> party because that's what they do every time. And mm-hmm. then there's always something that happens at their party. Always. So maybe they should always. stop they should throwing stop them or find a new location yeah. for them or something. Um, but, they do it anyway, and they go there, and then they bring the um, apprentice in to suck the darkness out of gold and put it in the hat. Mm-hmm. But before he does that, he even says the hat's never been asked to do that before. Yeah, hold, to that, hold much, that amount of darkness. That amount of darkness. So I'm freaking out because I'm like, clearly this darkness is going to leap into one of them. Who's it going to be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after a long battle with this darkness, it goes in the hat and the hat kind of is like nope I ain't holding this nope girl bye nope girl bye um (laughs) the guy the the thing is a girl girl bye yeah girl bye (laughs) and then and then it goes into um the apprentice for a second his eyes go black and then it's like nah I don't want to be here nope like nah bye Felicia Bye, Felicia. Uh, Emma kind of saves Yeah, Emma Emma sucks it out and, like, puts it up. And then I'm like, wait, Emma, stop doing that because whoever this darkness lands on is whose name's going to show up on that dagger. And then the darkness just kind of goes roaming the streets for a while. Mm -hmm. And all I'm thinking is Robin Hood and and Regina are out for a a moonlight walk Walk, right now. That's right. Okay. And then, (laughs) of course, they all meet up together in the darkness aims right at Regina. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah. I was like, re- re- okay, like Emma said, <laughs> Regina has worked far too hard to yeah. be good, and she cannot easily get way back to darkness just because this is trying to take her over. I was like, no, Regina, you are too strong, you are too strong. to let this consume yeah. you again. Nope, not again. Although she'd be a great baddie, too. She would be, uh, but... And she always was. She should but No, she shouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, I would be... I would have been mad if it was Regina, mm-hmm. because it's too easy for it to go back to right Regina. Right now! Yeah, it's... You know, yeah. I, like, if I had been in Emma's position, I would not have done the noble thing. I would have ran into Granny's, grabbed Lily by the hair, and been like, your turn. <laughs> Here you go, Lily. I know I just said You're I new. To- you're new to the cast, boo boo, huh? <laughs> you're, you're new. We can we can spare you right now. Um but instead she does the noble thing, she which does. is beautiful because I think it's Emma living up to her end of the deal. She told Regina that she was gonna help her find her happy ending in the alternate universe. She told mm-hmm. her again, I'm glad I'm here to see it. Yeah. Emma's mm-hmm. our Regina's there with Robin Hood. This is her happy ending and I think Emma's just living up to her her end of the bargain. I'm not going to let you take that away. And she turns to the people that she loves. She's like, you found a way to save me before. Do it again. As heroes. As heroes this time. Mm -hmm. She 
Hook tries to tell her don't go, and she's like, I love you. <laughs> and then pushes him away and like is like, take me, darkness. Oh. Oh, sorry. I'm getting a little emotional right now. This is what's gonna happen. It was their first. It was their first. I love you, and I loved. Season five is gonna be epic for you. It is. It's gonna be so hard for me because she's she's now the dark one. Her name is on the dagger. It's on the dagger. It means you have a one way ticket on the struggle bus next season. Super struggle. Oh my gosh, guys! Emma's the dark one, and like it's registering in my head right now. Emma's the dark one. She also disappears. But yeah. the dagger stays behind. Weird. Uh, and I love that we got an explanation. So where did she go? That might be in prediction territory. Yeah. Where did she go? Well, I mean, if there's, if we're going with the, we've got to get the sorcerer back. Maybe she's gone to gone Camelot. To Camelot, perhaps. If we know now that we know that the sorcerer is Merlin, which is awesome. Which, oh, but speaking of which, when uh, when Henry was in the alternate realm and grabbed the sword, that was King Arthur's sword. Oh mm-hmm. yes, it was. Oh yes, it was. So yeah, and I, I wrote that down. It that's Excalibur. So yes. we're definitely. So, so we're, when we're they mentioned Merlin, I was like, oh yeah, it right. has to be. Uh, and then they had the the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. It's like there were three references to Camelot already. Yeah. So it was no surprise when Yay. they mentioned yeah. Merlin. When they mentioned it, and I know a lot of people online have been predicting. It's like a sorcerer. What's a sorcerer? We know Merlin. So mm-hmm. um, this might be moving on to predictions, but maybe. Um, Lily's dad is someone from Camelot because that's the next hunt. Yeah, because we be. we learned about the necklace tonight, yeah. which is yes. a remnant of her egg, and it's the only piece of the, her Maybe finding who her father is. Because her mom which, don't know because they were in, in <laughs> dragon <laughs> position. I love they were I getting love busy as that's dragons. That's just so juicy. That, that's like <laughs> smart, smart way Girl. of making it a mystery. Like, <laughs> to dra- like. Do dragons have friends? Like, can you recognize your friend? Like, hey, girl. Like, wouldn't you know? Right now? Wouldn't you know who you were getting it on with? I know if they were I mean, a dragon. I don't know you. Maybe not. I like your scales though. Let's do this. <laughs> like, you're not from this part of town, are you? No. Okay, nope. let's go. <laughs> I know a great nesting spot. I got a cave over there. I know it's so awkward. Okay. So awkward. Wow. Um, but I, I mean, back to the whole like the dark one thing. I love that the apprentice taught us tonight how the darkness, like the darkness and the sorcerer. Mm-hmm fought it out. The sorcerer won. He's the only one powerful enough to destroy it for good, but what he did was contained it into one person that could be ruled by this dagger. Mm -hmm. So at least we have the dagger, which means that Emma can't get into too much trouble. That's true. But I'm interested to see where Emma's dark one goes, because gold was super dark and gold and evil, but he also never had power before. He was a weak person before. So when he got the power, it was like Yes, I can torment people and make backwards deals yeah, it was with like them. A drug and the him. guy before him seemed very like dark and just mysterious, mm-hmm. like he just was an evil person kind of way. So I'm wondering what Emma is going to fall into because just she's not going to necessarily be just like Gold was. She could be a dark one who well, minds she, her own business. She's already sh- proven to us that she's responsible with her power, and she's got more power than anybody else. So. Yeah, and she also goes in as a as a braver soul in general as a dark one, where the other guy let it get consumed by his uh, weakness. Yeah, yeah, and even Henry said the line that she has a special type of power. Yeah, mm-hmm. not a mm-hmm. better, just a special type yeah. of power. Yeah, unique. Yeah, um, and then I mean Henry, while this is going on, he wasn't out there. Um, he was with the source or the, with the apprentice learning about his new, or no, not during this part, he wasn't with him, but he learned about his new role as the writer. 
Um, and he learns that, you know, just because he can write it, he can't bring back his dad, which is what he wants, and that mm-hmm. the power of the pen is overwhelming because he's already thinking, like, I could just I could just write something to change this, and, you know, I could use it one more time, and they're having the talk, and he ends up snapping the pen because like, no one deserves to have that much power. Yep. And we're like, yes, we found the right person to be the author. Yeah. Because Henry is just an amazing... Good. 10-year-old who Good. looks like a 40-year-old man oh, looking now. looking 15 <laughs> now. Another Harry Potter reference. Like, just yes. snapping the wall. Yep. Like, yep. no one should have that nope. much power. Nope. Yep. Yep. So that was beautiful. Um, poetic. <laughs> so poetic. Um, what else did I miss, guys? I think you covered um, everything pretty much, Falcon's right? Chamber. What is that? They they mentioned uh, when they take the the heart, it, it went into Falcon's Chamber. Oh. I didn't Anyone catch know it. that? Listeners. Listeners, viewers, What's let Falcon's us know. Chamber? Falcon's <laughs> Chamber. Tell us about it. Tell, tell me more, I, please. Apparently, I boxed that as important information, but oh, I really right. don't remember. Falcon's Chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then, you know, I love that we got the resolution moment with Robin Hood and Regina at the at Granny saying, Zelina's still locked up and still pregnant, but we're going to figure that out oh, together. Yeah, you really like that part. <gasps> So, that was so sweet. So sweet. <laughs> oh my god, I love Now it's for us to cry. <laughs> I was like, okay, the, the way that they looked at each other tonight, like, <laughs> in all the realms, I was like, yes, that is just a love that resonates everywhere. That's and, all like, Regina. Yeah, I know. And Regina. then, like, so them together just in the real story, Brooke, that, that's real, true, genuine love. It is. It's just it's beautiful. beautiful. Oh, don't cry again. No, it, it was very romantic. <laughs> I'm good. I'm not going to cry again. Hashtag. Um, hashtag. Who do you shoot? You're the um, one that I... I, just, I don't know who you I shoot. I feel like I, Blake is our e- love-hide in person here. I'm the great equalizer. Mine is smooth. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, So let's get into... I know Marissa has a lot of news to report yeah. from uh, RegalCon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I can't wait to hear all of this. Uh, a few good things. So, mind you, th- these three past days um, this weekend was RegalCon in Anaheim. Uh, this past weekend, it was really fun. The uh, paths, the, the panel... There, there was, sorry, um, like all over the place. There was a bunch of cast members from the show, and there was a bunch of Q&A panels and press conferences, and I went to as many as I could. Unfortunately, they did have a lot of strict video policies that we couldn't, due to con- contracts and issues mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and I think it was only because it was before the finale, mm-hmm. so they didn't want it in spoilers and whatnot, so there was no videos. But there are videos available up on AfterBuzz TV's YouTube already um, press conferences with, uh, let me just pull this up for a second, we have Faustina Debata and Michael Coleman who plays Sleepy and Happy Dwarves the, that was this morning, and then we there's another conference with Beverly Elliott who plays Granny Gil McKinney who plays Prince Eric and Lee mm-hmm. Ehrenberg who plays Grumpy, um, that's another press conference, and then yesterday there was a Q&A panel with David Anders, Eon Bailey, Lee Ehrenberg who plays Dr. Will, um, August, August and, and Grumpy. And Grumpy. Uh, they had a lot of fun things to say. That is pretty much just like their favorite moments and their their embarrassing moments. And um, <laughs> that's available on YouTube. Go check it out. I won't go into details because you, you can listen to it yourself. And then today, uh, and oh, also the biggest thing, Lana Perea's panel. Mm, yes, amazing. it was amazing. <laughs> um, so good. Unfortunately, I couldn't get video of yeah. that. Um, she, she just... 
she said she didn't really have any favorite moments or characters whatnot because she loves everything and god love her and we kaori and yeah. i we watched like five feet behind her and we're just in yeah, like <laughs> pure awe <laughs> she's beautiful she's well spoken and she was just like the perfect fit to be both good and evil um we can say one thing though right is that she was asked who her true love would be and she said henry oh yeah, that was really yeah that was yeah cool. and um the fa- her favorite kiss um, on in the show would be with Henry too. Yeah. She, she didn't yeah. want to like choose right. which is one of favorite her, men, one of her men that yeah. she kissed. So yeah. like the Aww. her kissing Henry was probably it's one of her favorite yeah, moments. It's really very sweet. sweet. All the hot men she gets to kiss. Oh, she's jealous. like oh, Henry. Oh, <laughs> so many, so many. Deanna's like really the kid. You like the kid. <laughs> the kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, lots of stuff. I'll post photos because we were allowed to take photos so there are photos that will be available and then today there was a panel with Rebecca Mater uh, all these names Sean McGuire and Emily J. Raven and they they said a lot of fun things Um, this is more fresh in my head but Sean says he forgets that when at the end of the night when they're filming and they just wrap for the night he goes home and he remembers that he's still wearing the Robin's socks. <laughs> and then Rebecca Mater had something funny on her, and she says she still wears Zelina's bras. <laughs> I'm like, how? Oh, hey, you know what? The way that Zelina's boobs look in some of those costumes, okay. honey. Girl, yes, you, I would go keep ahead, it on. Take that. Bras yes. are expensive. Yes, yes, they are. Too. <laughs> on point. And then uh, Beverly, she said, uh, someone asked her if, because she has her diner and whatnot, if she had a nightclub, what would be it be named and she said the howling moon oh, oh, I love it. That. Love she it. thought about it yeah and then uh some of their off camera moments gil mckinney who plays prince eric uh he said his episode when he and joanna who plays ariel um when they were first introduced the day before they filmed they watched the streets of vancouver and just started bonding and took dance lessons for their big dance oh, that's crazy. Cool. Yeah, so he, very cool yes yeah, so he said that was his favorite off camera moment and then who knew but a lot of people are actually good singers once upon a time yeah gil mckinney sang part of your world today wow oh, the whole awesome. song that's amazing he has an amazing voice and then even to top that, immediately after, we had Beverly Elliott, who sang her whole song. Uh, she sang um, a, an original song called Mad at Myself. Mm. So fun. I wish that was on <laughs> Like, well, the most of the, the musical? Ca- yeah, most yeah. of the cast is yeah. <laughs> yeah. musically of, inclined yeah. people, so I'm wondering why we haven't had a musical episode we should, yet. right? Yeah. I mean, There's Adam, Eddie, get on it. There's a lot of theater mm. people in the show. Yeah. It and, should happen. And one more quick thing uh, Beverly said about her audition process was it was actually a last minute type of deal because they casted or they went auditioned like a lot of older women in the Vancouver area, but it wasn't quite what they were looking for. The producers weren't looking for. So her agent uh, called her up and be like, um, I, there is this role, but you're a bit younger, but just go in because this role of granny fits more your personality rather than your age mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then she went in at like 4 o'clock for that audition. And they're like, great, you got the part. Do you know how to knit? 
And she's like, yes, absolutely. Hangs up the phone and she's like, okay, who can I learn from to teach me how to knit? And so it's like, well, that's what you got to do. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So it's like, if you got something, just say you can do it and then learn how to do it. Yes. So um, that that was pretty much uh, her her story of how she got part of the show. But it was really, really fun Regal Con event. They're already planning on a second one. Nice. Fingers crossed that we can go to that. Uh, But, again, our footage is available up on YouTube. Check it out, and I'll post photos later. Um, I've been tweeting all weekend long, so I'm sorry for anyone. I was blowing up your Twitter. (laughs) Actually, I'm not sorry because it's pretty fucking awesome. No, fun. It was was a pretty fun event. (laughs) Yes. So, like, anyone, and then a bunch of costumes and cosplays. Sorry, not costumes. Cosplayed people there. Everyone meet and greets. So much. So fun. Much. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm super jealous that you got to cover all of that funness. Yeah, um, and I almost shared elevators with like three people. Ah. <laughs> so it, there was one moment with Lana, and then today there was Emily and Bex. They were in the same elevator right in front of me. I could have gone in there had it not been for security. Oh, man. Then yesterday I walked by Sean McGuire. He was right next to me. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, so cool. it, yeah, it's just very a, cool. a fun very place cool. where you can literally meet everyone anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Even the bathrooms. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Best place to meet them. And, oh, <laughs> gosh. There, there was so much. Sorry. Just, <clears throat> just one more quick shout out. Um, there, there was a lot of fun people I met there. We I met fellow act, uh, Once Upon a Time podcasters and oh, nice. greeting from Storybook podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you should also hey check out Once Upon a Time fan podcast. Great people. Um, very sweet. And, you know, they talked about their show and all their connections to one. So very sweet people. And they gave me chocolate. Nice. The way into Marissa's heart is just give her chocolate. Exactly. (laughs) If anyone knows me, it's one of the quickest ways to my heart. So So you're saying they might be terrible people, but they gave you chocolate, so they're probably great people. Everyone was super sweet. It was a very professional. Oh, that's awesome. Um, it, It was a really great time. Yay! That's awesome. I'm glad you got to do that, and I'm glad that, you know, you got to report back. I am disappointed because I did give you one goal to just kidnap someone and bring them here with you. I I mean... Lana's a bit difficult. That's that's true. They might notice her missing. I I get it. You know, so next time we know better, you know, get you a bigger van. (laughs) (laughs) So let's move on to predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Guys, we're not going to have a new episode until like October. <laughs> October? Is it well, October? late, late yeah. September. Yeah, it's gonna basically be. October. Yeah. I, yeah, October. I would have to say that <laughs> the fact that it's going to be Camelot involved is really exciting, and I have a feeling it's going to be one of the best um, story arcs yet. Mm-hmm. It's nice to go like mm-hmm. way back, and not just kind of like recent pop culture, but way back. It's going to be nice to see this happen. It yeah. is going to be nice. I I can't wait for it. Me I think it's going to be great. And I think, you know, I forget that, that I just always assume the show's picked up again, but this week it just got announced that they were officially yeah. picked up. Yeah. But in my mind, there was never a doubt that right, it was right. yeah. that no. it was even a question. No. So I just am throwing that out there because I know a lot of people were asking. Um, but we have, I'm already seeing rumors online that people are thinking that Merlin's going to end up being Lily's father. That'd be intense, Ooh. though. Um, we have I mean, other possibly. rumors that you know what Emma's going to be like as the dark one. Like, what are we? What are we thinking about this right now? 
Um, I mean, if if Merlin is Lily's father, then he has to be a dragon in one form. Do we know that that is any? Is there any lore there? I'd have to. to I have to refresh my memory on doesn't his the, whole doesn't story. Doesn't the dragon have to ha- get um, King Arthur's sword in him? I'm pretty well. I will yeah. say Merlin is known because he dabbles with the dark magic. He's known for transforming into other. Yeah, oh, that's right. Well. And he yeah. used to teach Arthur by right. transforming yeah. him into animals. And, and yeah. so, like, if we're gonna go to Camelot, we're probably gonna see Uther. We're probably gonna see Morgan. So a lot of dark. Mm, that's right. Aspects Morgan. and yes. Lily. Who knows what's and what's gonna happen with her father and Emma. Time to bring the that dark, stuff this dark summer. summer. <laughs> I'm most concerned about who's going to play Guinevere, and Ooh. I'm even more concerned than who the actress is as to what her wig's going to look like. <laughs> Blake and his wig. Yes. Once upon a week. Yes. The wig police. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to see what happens next season. This has been so much fun. Thank you guys yes. for being here. Oh thank gosh, you guys, thank the you fans, guys. for watching yes. us all season. Thank you. Thank you to my co-hosts for being awesome and amazing. And you. I'm going to yes. miss spending my Sundays with you guys, and to everyone watching, happy Mother's Day if you're a mother. Um, even if you're not a mother, happy future Mother's Day. <laughs> I just want to say that because I know that, you know, you should be with your moms right now, but you're watching us instead. So, so thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yes. um, where can everyone find you guys on social media? You can all follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Definitely check out our footage from RegalCon. And thank you all for listening this season and looking forward to next. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake McIver. And you can follow me right down here, I believe, at K-A-O-R-I-O-U-S, Twitter and Instagram. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Tion Hobson. You can find AfterBuzz TV all over social media at AfterBuzz TV. And make sure you check out all the other shows that we do and find us this summer on something else. Maybe we watch shows that you like, too. Yeah. So we'll see you guys next season. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 